grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, St. James writes, Be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror, for he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks in the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. Be doers of the word and not hearers only, he says. There are many who misunderstand James here and treat him as an empty moralizer. And indeed, his epistle has been abused by false teachers to say, what you believe doesn't matter. So long as you do the right works and love others, be doers and all the rest, everything will work out. But that's a gross misunderstanding of James. In what he says here, be doers of the word and not hearers only, he says nothing other than what our Lord Jesus says, who makes this same distinction between the one who hears only and those who hear and as a result of hearing do what the word commands. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. And in Luke 6, he says, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do the things I say? And even the Lord's conclusion to the Sermon on the Mount ends and sounds a lot like James's illustration, even while using different pictures. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, and the flood came, and the winds blew and beat against the house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. This is compared to the one who hears but does not do. Such a one is like a fool who builds on the sand. James then compares the one who is a hearer only to a man who uses a mirror incorrectly. If anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. He observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. This helps us understand what James is saying. The one who is only a hearer is the one who hears the word of God, hears the word of truth by which God regenerates and creates faith, and upon leaving after hearing the word, forgets. The one is a hearer only who hears the word which is able to save souls and does not seriously contemplate it and receive it with meekness, but rather has it plucked away by demonic cares and inattention like a seed off the path by a bird. To put it another way, to be a hearer only is to be a hypocrite. To be one who hears the word, the life-giving, life-changing word, and ignores it and does not hold fast to it or treasure it, but goes on living their life as if they were a pagan. The one who is a hearer only has the outward trappings of fellowship, but not the inner key, true faith. The hearer only hears, but does not believe. 
they fail to grasp the truth of the words they're hearing. Not intellectually, mind you. They may understand all of the words they're hearing, but not spiritually. The one who is a hearer only is the one who hears the word, but does not believe it for themselves. And so they have not understood the goal of that word. They're like the ones that look at their natural-born face in a mirror, looking for dirt to clear off, how to comb their hair to look presentable, and then immediately after leaving the mirror forgets what they looked like and does nothing about what he saw. Such a person has deceived themselves. But this is not God's will for you to be hearers only deceiving yourselves. No, God desires you to be doers of the word. The one who is a doer of the word is the one who hears the word so that its goal is achieved. Our Lord says it this way, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. This is the goal of the word, that we believe in Jesus Christ, that we trust in him with a living and active faith. To be a hearer and doer of the word is not simply to do good works. The Pharisees, they were excellent hearers of the word. They heard the word every Saturday, and they were doers of many excellent works, and Christ even commended them for that. Yet, they were not what James would consider to be doers of the word, because they heard the words of Jesus, but they did not believe him. They heard the words of scripture, yet did not believe. Jesus told them, You bear witness that you approve of the deeds of your fathers, for they indeed killed the prophets, and you build their tombs. They heard the word, they did many good works, but they were not doers of the word, because they did not believe in Jesus Christ. They rejected him all while hearing the word that proclaimed him. They rejected him even while doing outwardly good works. Yes, the true doer of the word is the one who hears the word of truth and truly believes, who believes what the saving word says and appropriates it to themselves. The call of the word is believe, so that through the hearing of the word, faith may come and so be grasped by that, and so that we may grasp the very same word and hold on to it, truly believing continuing in it and trusting what it says, and holding it to be true for ourselves, believing that Jesus Christ is he whom the Father sent for you, that he took your sins upon himself as he died for you. The hearer only is the one who hears and does not believe. The hearer who truly believes is not a hearer only, but is also a doer of the word which says in large, bold letters to all people, Believe! Such a one who has heard the word and takes what it says to heart and does that which it calls for, namely belief in Jesus Christ, is what St. James calls a doer of the word. His illustration continues, But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. Here he calls the word the perfect law of liberty. This refers not just to the law of the old covenant, but to the whole of the word, the law and the gospel in full. For what we have as 
a perfect law in English does not mean a law perfect without flaws, which it is, but perfect as in brought to perfection, brought to its designated end. The end of the law is Christ. This is its goal, that we trust in Christ and so receive him. St. Paul calls the law in Galatians our tutor until Christ came. It was our tutor because it pointed us and guided us towards Christ. Christ is the goal of all of the scriptures because they point to him. He is also their fulfillment and perfection because he has fulfilled them perfectly. In his life of active obedience, he actively fulfilled the law of God in everything that he did. His whole life was a life of active obedience to God's law, fulfilling it in the deepest and truest sense in ways that we cannot because of our sin. In his sufferings and death, we see his passive obedience, where he willingly suffered at the hands of the chief priests and the Roman authorities the horrors of crucifixion and died an innocent death. This was all done to fulfill what the scriptures had said concerning his death. All this he did, he did for you. All this he suffered, he suffered for you, so that fulfilling the law on your behalf and dying for your sins, the law which without Christ condemns us and is burdensome, becomes for believers in Christ the perfect law of liberty. For Christian, dear Christian, I am glad to announce to you that Christ has fully fulfilled the law and he has perfected it. If you believe the word of truth, if your trust is in Jesus Christ and so you are in Christ, then there is no condemnation for you. For Christ has already fulfilled the law which condemns. When we see the law, we see what Christ has done for us. As people in Christ, we are now free to live this law, trusting that Christ has already fulfilled it and that he has died for our sins and that in him we are forgiven. Knowing that God has done all of this for our salvation, we are free to serve our neighbor in acts of mercy, service, and love, not out of a fear of punishment or in order to gain anything, but out of a love for God because of what he has done for us and out of a love for our neighbor. Such love can only come from hearing the word and embracing it, having become a hearer and doer of the word, that is, from true faith. For if we believe that Christ has done all of this to save us, then these things will follow. It will not be perfect on this side of eternity. We're still sinful creatures, we are still corrupted, but we are forgiven creatures of God. We are made new in Christ. The word which is able to save your souls has been implanted in you through the work of the Holy Spirit. This word is powerful, and it being planted in you will grow and change you, little by little as you grow in holiness according to God's will and work. Now, when you fail to live perfectly, in God's law, know that there is no condemnation for those with faith in Jesus Christ. He has fulfilled it and paid the penalties by his death, so do not despair, but turn to him in repentant faith. 
Thus, it is a perfect law of liberty for you, O Christian. Remember that the Holy Spirit who dwells within you daily and richly forgives your sins as well as the sins of all believers. This is the freedom which is before you now to love your neighbor and serve them according to God's will found within his law and according to your various callings. This is the life of a doer of the word of one who, having looked into the perfect law of liberty, has seen all that Christ has done for us, believes it, and not being forgetful, but treasures it in the heart and continues in it by God's grace. He who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does, writes James. The one who is not a forgetful hearer, or a hearer only, but instead is a hearer and a doer, will be blessed in what he does. Note, he is not blessed by what he does, but he is blessed in what he does. The blessedness uh, that true believers possess is a gift from God. There is blessedness in being declared righteous for Christ's sake. There is blessedness in the forgiveness of sins. There is blessedness in sanctification and growth in holiness. Yet much of this we do not see. When one is justified, that is, declared righteous by God for Christ's sake, this verdict is received by faith, a living faith, and you can't see it. You don't hear the declaration from God in heaven. But when James says, this one is blessed by, in what he does, he demonstrates for us that this blessedness of those with true faith who are hearers and doers of the word is made known through what they do. This blessedness is seen by others as they love their neighbors and serve them in Christian charity, as they visit the orphan and the widow, the sick and the downcast, the poor and those in prison, these ones are blessed in what they do, as all who see them see their blessedness by these works. Indeed, the good works that follow from faith are the fruit of faith, which show that faith is living and active. They're not the cause of it. They first and foremost serve our neighbor, sharing God's love and care and provision with them. Then, after that, they demonstrate the vitality of our faith to others. This is found <clears throat> in those who are true doers of the word, by believing in their heart for themselves that what the word proclaims, that Jesus Christ has in our stead fulfilled the law perfectly, that he has given his life for our offenses, and that he has now risen from the dead, lives and reigns to all eternity and that he will come again to gather his saints, his holy ones, his who are righteous by faith in him into his eternal kingdom. Those who believe this cannot help but desire to follow him and serve their neighbor in good works. May God grant to all of us such a living and active faith that we may continue to not be just hearers, but may continue to be hearers and doers of his word, which is able to save our souls through the, for the sake of Jesus Christ, his Son, our Lord. Amen.
And now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.